I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are over the moon to congratulate Anna and Michael on their engagement. I had no idea Michael was going to fly to Bali to join us for the final day of my girls trip and at what lengths he would go to to keep it a secret. Stay tuned to hear exactly how the proposal went down. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Congratulations, Anna, again. I'm so happy for you guys. Thank you. Oh, my God. Can you believe I'm engaged? I I can't. Like, when we started this podcast, like, we were just two single out on the town. Single ready ready to mingle. And now you have a ring on your finger weighing that hand down. Don't, it's blinding me. The light, (laughs) the shine of it in the light is blinding me. Wow. Like, can you believe it? I actually can't. Like, I was actually genuinely shocked and I didn't think that I would be able to be shocked. Yeah. Like I, you... I thought I would always know. Yeah, you didn't have any inkling, nothing? I think in the final hour just before the proposal, I mean, there's a lot that happened, which I'm going to go into all yeah, of the yeah, details yeah. for everyone. But yeah, there was a few things that happened where I was like, hmm, maybe. And then I was like, no way. Like Michael's not going to fly to Bali. That's way over the top. Like it's a bit far-fetched. Calm down, Anna. Do you think it was a bit of a uh, a bit of a alarm bells when he'd gone excommunicate? What is it? Excommunicado for nine hours. You couldn't get a hold of him. Did you think that was a little bit suspicious? He was a he was MIA um, here and there, but he had a story, which was semi believable. I'll be the judge of that. We'll wait to hear what he has to say. <laughs> but let's set the scene. So you're in Bali with your girls. Yeah. So. As I mentioned on earlier podcasts, I was having a girls trip. Um, mm-hmm. All of my friends this year turned 30. So yeah. we were like, fuck it, we're going away. And it's it was really hard to get everyone together. So we were kind of like, this is probably going to be like maybe our final girls trip. Like maybe the next one we'll have our boyfriends or fiancés there, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were like really making the most of it. We were super excited. We even on the day that I actually got proposed to, which was the day before we were due to leave, we actually had a big event that day. (laughs) So we all decided to get tattoos. Yes. So what tattoos did you get? So initially... You've been speaking about this though for a while. So how did you finally come to the conclusion though? Yeah. So it was really hard for us to pick a tattoo that we all wanted, but... Um, we ended up going with her. So we've been friends for like since school. So forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a really tight knit friendship group. We're such like a hype group. Like we hype each other up. We love each other. Um, we've been friends for so long and we were like, fuck it. We want to get a tattoo to commemorate like not only our friendship, but this trip where yeah, we've, yeah. it was the first trip with 30 now where we've been able to make it happen all together. So we decided to get her H E R mm-hmm. just as like a, you know, girls empowerment. We kind of got it for her kind of vibe, right, strong women. Like we just, you know, it's, there's lots of different meanings behind it, but 
we were like, we all agreed on that one. That was one of the only ones we agreed on. So we were like, fuck it, let's just do it. So we locked it in. And it was funny because we obviously knew from day one of the trip that we were going to all get tattoos. And on day one, I was like, I kind of want to get an M from Michael on that day. And they were like, yeah, fuck it, just do it. And then I was like, throughout the week, because I'd had too long to think about it, I was like... Mm, maybe I'll get a heart for him. That's like, the problem. You just got to do it and get yeah, it Yeah, you just have to do you it. Just go and get it done. <laughs> so I was like, I was kind of like thinking about it and then I had too long to think about it. And then I was like, oh, it's a bit needy of me to just get a tattoo. Like I want him to get a tattoo okay, of me but- too. <laughs> um, and then on that day, which is the day that Michael actually proposed, yeah. after I'd got my her tattoo on my ribs, I was like, fuck it. Like, I love Michael. Like, I feel like I'm going to spend forever with him. I'm going to get a little heart on my wrist. Yeah, so cute. So, wildly, on the day that Michael proposed, I got a heart tattoo for him. Oh, that dude. same day. Yeah, Isn't that's that trippy. Crazy? That is trippy. Do you reckon that was fate or that was just... That's just like the universe like colliding together to be like, this is the correct like thing. This, like, this is the right moment. Like, I don't know. That's crazy to me. If you and think about it, his commitment was pretty big as well to you on that day. It was even bigger than a tattoo. Who do you reckon was more of a I mean, they're both pretty <laughs> up there. They're very up there, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, that was my day. And Michael, so his story or his alleged story was basically that he was doing this charity walk from men's mental health and he was turning his phone off and he was going up to the Dandenong Ranges, um, which is about an hour and a half outside of Melbourne, I think, and he was going to walk from there to the city, <laughs> which I was like, that's a bit of a random story, but I was also like, you know, whatever. Okay, so I've got the plot holes here. Why would you turn your phone off? Because it's about... To to music. Well, this is what he said, because it's about men, men's mental health, so they all want to talk about oh, their feelings. Okay, okay, that's, that's what I said, and then he came back with that, and I was like, oh, okay, Okay, fair makes enough. sense, he's covered that one. Yep, check. He's walking to the city, how's he getting back to his car? Oh my God, I didn't even think <laughs> this of that. There's so many plot holes in this. That's so smart. I yeah. didn't even think about that. Well, we'll get him on and we'll ask. Fuck, lucky I didn't think about it too much. I, I could have really quizzed him about that. I but, reckon he would have had his bases covered. He sounds like he did. Okay, but funny thing was, so he's doing this walk and meanwhile, I'm getting tattoos with the girls. So I'm like, massive life event for me. He's flying to Bali to propose to me. Massive life event for him. So... After I showed him the her tattoo, I messaged him and I was like, babe, I just got a tattoo for you. And he didn't reply. And I was like, the audacity well, he would have had of his, this guy. So he was on the flight, so he wouldn't have seen it. He was on the flight, but then he, he'd obviously landed in Bali. He had a really early morning flight, yeah. but he kept just saying, oh, I just got to like a toilet. I just quickly turned my phone on to message you. But then it's it said that it had delivered the message of like, babe, I just got a tattoo for you. No response. I was like, was this a really bad idea? Like, oh. fuck. And he didn't respond to it the whole day to the point where I was getting like mildly annoyed. I was like, was this a bad, was this a mistake? So did you like have, when you that was happening, did you have any inkling, like any suspicion that he would have been there coming? Like, obviously I'm the FBI. Yeah. So the answer is no, I didn't have any inkling, but me being the FBI, I was kind of like, could he be? And then I was like, too it's it's a stretch like no way and i was like plus i'm on a girl's trip like i doubt he's gonna come over but it ended up being the best surprise proposal ever like i was shocked i was blown away it was incredible 
Did any of the other girls know? One other girl knew. So Amber, our producer of this podcast, actually knew. So Michael had messaged her and she's known for six weeks. Really? (laughs) And I was like, as if I had, like, I, she is like, she has a poker face. Like, how do you keep a secret for six weeks? She is very good at keeping a secret, which I'm mildly concerned about. But like, she was amazing. Like, she gave no clues away. So her and Michael were in cahoots the whole time. Did you bring anything up with her then? Like, hey, Michael's gone MIA. Yeah, and she was just kind of like blowing it off. Like, it's all good. Da da da. Whatever. Gee whiz. That's like hard. <laughs> I don't know if I could take Keith a secret. Like he didn't tell me. I probably would have opened my mouth and said something. Oh, I, I'm sure he knew not to tell you <laughs> at all. So um, did the timing of this, obviously 13 months into a relationship, do you reckon this was the perfect timing? Absolutely. Like what made it the perfect timing then? I don't know. I just feel like we're more in love than ever. And I do feel like it was the right time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like when you know, you know. Yeah. And I feel like we both knew that we knew, <laughs> if that makes sense. So it kind of just felt like, you know, yeah, fuck right it. Timing, like, yeah. let's, like, what are we waiting for? If we know, like, let's, let's be engaged. Let's get married. The ring is obviously amazing and beautiful. It is the, amazing. It, it's weighing your hand down. Did he get the right one? Had you dropped any hints to him? Or like, yeah. how, did he get the, <laughs> how did he get the right one? I had actually sent him a... Classic. Photo that's extremely similar to this. So he and like this ring that I now have on my finger forever, which is yeah. wild in itself, yeah, it's um, is even better. Like he exceeded all of my expectations and some with the ring. Mm. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. I feel so lucky that I get to wear it. It's so sparkly. Like look it at is, that. It literally. just sparkles and glistens in the light. It's but honestly, me. when he proposed, I, like the ring was like the last thing I thought of. Like I thought, like. In my head, I was like, okay, when he finally proposes to me, like it's like it's a strong yes from me. I already know it. I'm going to be focused on the ring. But in the moment, I was so overwhelmed with like love and shock and just like some like a little bit of disbelief being like, oh my God, this is the moment. This is happening. Like I've waited. So like it, what it feels like for so long for yeah. this moment to happen in my life, 30 years. <laughs> And um, yeah, I just like, I didn't really like look at the ring until like, I don't know, I was hugging him and I kind of like looked over his shoulder just to double check. And I was like, oh my God, it's massive. I just watched <laughs> the video before you sat me down and you showed me the video of the engagement. And that was literally the one thing I said. I was like, you haven't even put the ring on for like, you're yeah. cuddling, making out and you didn't even bother with the ring. You're and I forgot interested. to say yes. Did you really? I just like hugged him and just like, we had a bit of like a make out because I was just like so overwhelmed. But like, I don't know, like I wasn't expecting to get proposed to. So it was just like the last thing that I thought of. I was just like, I just like, I knew that he knew it was a yes. So it just didn't even cross my mind. And then halfway through, he's like, so is that a yes? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Did you, um, did you have hot sex to consummate the relationship after this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How many times? Just once. Just once. And then we went and met like the girls out after. I can see Michael over there nodding and smiling at me. (laughs) (laughs) Giving me a thumbs up. Okay, so how did you tell your parents then? Obviously, this massive news. Did you tell them straight away? Who did you tell first? Yeah, so basically Michael proposed um, and then we called my parents, his parents. Did he ask your 
dad for permission. I'm going to ask him when he comes on. Yeah, so cute. Yeah, okay, cool. We'll get him to explain that. So they already knew it was going to happen? They knew, yeah. Yeah. Like I think it was like the day before our live show, Michael called my dad um, and was like, hey, I'm looking at getting a ring. But I'll let him explain that when he comes on. I I thought he was going to do it at the live show. Did you? I had a feeling that I thought for some reason I was like – yeah. What made you think that? I don't know. Just something made me think that. that like, <laughs> just a big grand gesture. Well, he, just, he outdid that. But yeah, I thought for some reason he'd do it there. I had my suspicions. Yeah. I mean, it really was like my dream proposal. Like everything was just like, number one, I was surprised, which is just like wild yeah. that I was even surprised. It was just amazing. The fact that like after like we had a moment that my friends were like there and able to like share the moment with us was so like, precious and beautiful to me it was also like cool because like we'd all just got the her tattoo i got a tattoo from michael and then it kind of like all came together it was just beautiful the timing was fucking perfect and and like you said it got you surprised i was literally fucking gobsmacked i had no idea yeah like when you so i'll set the scene (laughs) i'll set the scene so if anyone doesn't realize behind the scenes of this podcast there's a lot of admin that goes in and at times adder and myself get very (laughs) What's the word? Bickering with each other. Yeah, heated with each other. Don't like each other. Don't like each other. So (laughs) we're on a non-chatting terms for a little bit. We go through these. We go through like, I reckon like every six months, we don't talk for about a week. Yeah, so not everything was lined up before (laughs) Anna went to Bali. So there was a bit of words exchanged. So I hadn't spoken to her for a bit. Just maybe a little bit of business chat. I hadn't spoken to you for a bit. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of messages (laughs) of me trying to trying to get the thing, the business going. So then you, the, we dropped the episode that morning. So we dropped last week's episode. It was my job to go over it. I, we all know that I'm not the most fine tooth comb at going over it. So <laughs> I listened to it. I was cooking dinner. I was doing what I was doing while it was in the shower, while it was playing. I, I approved it. I said, drop it. But then I got a message from Anna saying, I'm FaceTiming you in five minutes. Be ready, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> And I was like, oh, fuck me. What did I leave in that episode? I was like, um, this is not good. So I was in the car driving and I was like, I went past the Maccas and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go through the, I'm going to go through the Maccas drive-through. So I have a buffer. So if this goes to like, you sneaky fuck. so if this goes to like, you know, like heated, I've got a buffer. So I'm driving in and she's, Anna starts FaceTiming me and I answer it. And um, you like uh, yeah. Well, I was had my- the ring held up, <laughs> yeah. and your face was the most shocked face. We're gonna put it on our Facebook page for everyone. Um, so make sure you follow and join that. Matt's reaction was just like, "Fuck oh, off!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I literally was like, "I'm getting out the drive-through." Literally slapped it in reverse, reverse into a car park. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I was I was actually speechless. Like I didn't even I didn't even think I digested what had happened in that." FaceTime like I remember I was driving a little bit later and I messaged you and I actually was like wow like I'd actually sunk him what had happened yeah I thought it was just like you know it's one of those things where you don't really believe it do you yeah it's just like disbelief I think I'm still in disbelief like I look at my hand and I'm like holy shit what is that have you just have you taken it off yet (laughs) no yeah I didn't even think so well the girls tried it on but other than that (laughs) I mean yeah you have to let your friends try it on are you sleeping in it yeah, yeah, I'm not going to take it off. Never. Never. Never, ever. Never, never ever, ever. <laughs> I love that. Well, should we get Michael on to ask him his version of the story and see what he says? Because I want to grill him about this 60-kilometer walk <laughs> and how he managed to pull that off. I'd love that. Let's do it. Hello, fiancé. 
Welcome. <laughs> Jeez, it still sounds a bit weird, Matt. Yeah, it does. Welcome back to our podcast. Good to be back. Third time. Third time on the podcast. <laughs> you know, you've been on our podcast more than anyone. Well, let's start from the start. So when did you want to propose to Anna? Like, when did you make that decision? Yeah, so I think there's like stages of wanting to propose. I think there's like a moment in time when you start like fantasizing about like what a propose would be like. Was it the moment you laid eyes on Anna? And <laughs> that's a beautiful cliche and I like that and, and we'll go with that. But I think, I think there was a pinnacle moment I can think of when I was like, wow, this would be like the perfect moment to propose. And it was, we'd just done two weeks of quarantine when Anna got COVID in Thailand, oh. the COVID holiday from hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'd done two weeks in quarantine and it was the first night of freedom and we are staying at this beautiful hotel that had a beautiful private beach and we're walking on the beach to dinner as the sun was setting yeah. and she was like glistening and she looked, like she looked back at me and in that moment I was like, I would love to fucking propose to this girl right now. Oh, so, uh, so that was like the beginning, that was the beginnings of the journey. But then of course, like then the actual like planning and putting things into process hadn't, hadn't started at that point. Did you think about doing it in Greece? Cause obviously Anna was a bit <laughs> frustrated. You know what? Say, like, a bit annoyed that you didn't do it in I'm going to call myself out. I think. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. When I've had, when I've had a couple of drinks and I'm feeling a bit loved up and like we're having a bit of a moment. I've definitely said things. Oh, yeah. I've definitely said things. I haven't said like, oh, you know, I've, I've probably at times said all the things that would make a girl think that a proposal could be coming. Maybe like, I want to marry you. I'm going to propose like to I, you. You know what? I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah, toxic. you can't defend Matt, yourself there. I'm like, I'm like loved up toxic. I'm like, yeah. love, if that's a thing, I'm like, I'm like, a, love. I'm like a fuck boy in a loving relationship <laughs> like, where I've like, I've had, I've, I'll come home from like, drinks with the boys and I'm like, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. You're amazing. I want to call you wifey, all that stuff. Yeah. So, so that, that definitely gave Anna some, that it was coming sooner than she and thought. She had every reason to believe that I was going to propose in Greece because I thought I was going to propose in Greece. Um, so <laughs> see, like, see what I mean? I'm like, I'm very good at picking up signals. Yeah. And I was like, my I, signals well, must be so off right did now. Did you have a ring? That was the thing that I didn't have to propose okay. in Greece. If I had a ring, I would have proposed in Greece. So I kind of started thinking about three months before the Greece trip. We were on a Bali trip about three months before. Yeah. And I was thinking at that point, I'm like, when we get home, I'm going to start, get, I'm going to get a ring. I'm going to propose in Greece. We're going to have this amazing wedding in Greece. Yeah, yeah. And then near the end of the trip, I'm going to propose. But then I got back. The idea of like getting the ring and planning things was all a bit overwhelming and we were super busy with a whole bunch of things and it just never quite happened. And then it got too close to the, yeah. to the date and it just didn't happen. Yeah. So then when you got back from Greece, is that when you started planning? As soon as I got back from Greece, I was like, okay. Like, okay, I fucked up with that. The podcast episode came out. I thought I was getting proposed no, to. Was like, <laughs> and he's sitting there like, fuck. <laughs> Outside of that, obviously the story that goes when she thought, I was, I was never going to propose in Santorini though, like just because I thought it was too obvious. So that yeah. wasn't, like yeah. what she had in her head wasn't going to be it, but it was probably going to be after. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't more the fact that she was th the story that we've heard, but it was, for me, I was like, I was so ready and I wish I could have in Greece. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be ready again. I'm like, I'm ready for this to happen. I'm going to start putting the wheels in motion. Aww. So you obviously wanted it to be somewhere overseas, not just somewhere here. In my head, it was like, it was somewhere like on a holiday, somewhere special. Yeah. 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 Having that moment. 
Yeah. So how much planning goes into a ring like that? Like, I mean, I haven't even thought about it. Nat's like asking for a friend. Yeah, asking for a friend. Like, I've never (laughs) even like, yeah. I was pretty lucky. I was pretty lucky because literally like (laughs) almost from the start of our relationship was like, (laughs) by the way, my ring says is K. Um, Because I tried on my friend Sarah's and she was like, she's a K. So I was like, oh, cool. At least I know I'm a K. And then I was like, I can remember. No, you know what? Because this is how I remembered K because I was like, oh, if someone proposes to me, I'll be like, K, like, okay. So that's how I remember it. K, get it? You just didn't want to write it in your notes. So since the moment you guys have been together, she'd just been sending you rings. No, not not all the time. I think there was a few moments she like sent me a ring or like uh, she'd have a, like a Pinterest board yeah. and like her Pinterest was just like, Rings and wedding dresses. I saw no, there's more. There's <laughs> tattoos. Okay, there's okay. nails. And I was like, okay, cool. I get an idea. I saw Jen's explore to. the other day, and it was just rings and wedding dresses. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 I was like, geez. But then Jen has also. Did she ever do this? Jen did this to me, where they go, yeah. they go, here's four options. Which one would I want? Oh, yeah. I love that. I love doing the the um, what is it? The the ring quiz. The yeah, ring the ring quiz. quiz. I got it right actually. Funnily did you? enough, yeah. I was pretty good at the ring quiz you, as well. Michael got. Did yeah. the ring quiz I'd be like Okay out of these six Which one would you pick And he always picked the one closest it's like it's Friday night What should we do tonight Can I just I'm just going to settle in And like watch this game of basketball And then all of a sudden <laughs> It's a night sudden, of the ring just, quiz just It's the ring quiz, quiz. <laughs> I reckon a lot We're of having men, one of those nights <laughs> Yeah a lot of men Have gone through the ring quiz <laughs> Okay so the rings planned how, Like how'd you go through that Obviously how did you get To that ring Well The, the shortened version of the story Was I had a general inspo pick. Yeah. Uh, I went in with the inspo pick and then kind of built it out from there. Got a, got a bit of help from the who I went to the ring for. Any friends? Like- um, and then that is when Amber came into the process as well. So I asked Amber about like, here's the, d- the design that I've got at the moment. Producer Amber, this is. Yeah. Producer Amber. Here's the design that I've got at the moment. What do you think? And I was like, this one or this one? And it was mainly around the thickness of the band. Yeah. So I was trying to get an idea of the thickness of the band and what looked better, um, that sort of stuff, just the finer details. Okay. So then when did you decide, Bali, I'm crashing Anna's girl's trip? <laughs> okay. so Coming in I'm, hot. Yeah, I'm taking the girl's trip and it, I'm hijacking it. It's yeah. Anna's engagement. So at this point, I'm like, okay, I had a rough idea of when I was going to have the ring. And I was yeah. like, okay, now... How am I going to do this? Because in my head, I'm like, I want it to be a surprise. And I knew that like, if I was just like, oh, honey, like I've planned like a holiday. We're going to here for the weekends or we're going back to Thailand for four days. I would have been on it. Back to to that exact same hotel. Like we had that beautiful moment. Like she was going to be suspicious. And I was like, I want this to be a surprise. So as soon as they, she said, I'm doing a girl's trip. And I was like. All right. He's like, I'm, I'm fucking coming. I'm going to I'm going to fly to Bali. This is going to be the ultimate surprise. It's going to be the last day of the girls trip and I'm going to swoop in undetected and surprise it. Where do you start? Yeah. Like, that's, I can't wrap my head around like where do you start? Like how do you get this going? So then what it came down to was I was like, okay, the logistics. I don't know if I'm going to have the ring in time. So I was like, I'm not going to plan this amazing proposal. And then potentially not have the ring to fly over there with. So I had the idea in my head that I'm like, I think I'm going to do this. But then like, just like I did, like with every single assignment I ever had at school, I procrastinated it to the bitter (laughs) end. And my excuse for the procrastination was, I don't know if I'm going to have the ring yet. And I didn't know that I was going to have the ring until literally 
six days before the Dare proposal. I say they didn't give you any sort of timeline? No, they, they said, we're pretty sure you'll have it. You're going to have it. I think you'll have it. Like they were pretty confident, but I was like, I want to know a day. I want to know the day I'm going to have it. Uh, and then on the Wednesday before the proposal, so six days before, yeah. they were like, you'll have the ring on Friday. So then at that point, that's when I started planning it. Okay, so is this a perfect time to get Amber, our producer, involved? And yeah, let's bring her in. Yeah, She's in the room. Let's tell bring you her how in. She orchestrated this with you. Let's do it. Hello, Amber. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Amber, from Out of the Shadows. You come to the screen. <laughs> Here she is. So you played a valuable instrumental part to this plan. Do you want to share us to us how you went? Yes. So Michael reached out to me to show me pictures of this ring. And from there, I was like, it's an absolute yes for me. <laughs> um, we talked clarity. We talked cut. We discussed at length of like what What's it should that? look like. Oh. <laughs> Do we so, so, start? If you're, if you're looking for a ring, go to Amber. Go to this Amber. is. She She's done well. Clarity. Michael. <laughs> and then um, Michael toyed and I toyed with the idea of Bali, but it didn't really come to fruition because we just didn't have, as Michael said, an end date of when that ring would be ready. However, I was always knowing that it was going to happen. I had this good feeling it was going to come <laughs> to one point. And I had to, going to Bali, I had to turn my notifications off my phone. You didn't notice that, but I had no notifications the whole trip. Because yeah, I was I scared notice. that his name was going to pop up and you thought we were having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, would just, I would just send the wave emoji and then that would be like cue for like when Amber saw that to like, I'm ready to chat, let's talk about what's, what's going to happen. I'm like, I just Gee, left something just... back in the room. I need to go get my sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> Fully had a like a code, like yeah, a, it was yeah. code. So yeah, Amber code. had an inside man in yeah. my friendship group because obviously he needed to like collaborate someone with someone. Yeah, he needed someone on the ground. He needed someone as well that would probably not give up the secret. Like I'm very good. Did Anna ask anything or like every anything? day something got brought up about Michael and <laughs> proposals and rings and I was just like <laughs> deflect, deflect. She's very pushy. She's very <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You've got the ring. It's Wednesday. What what happens here? You book your flight, or do you book the villa? Do you organise the amazing petal display? The videographer. What happens? So the first thing I was like, I need to do. The first thing, like, I definitely need to do is get to Bali. So the first thing I did was book the flight because yep. I was like, if I'm there, there'll be a proposal. I don't know how it's going to happen, but at least I'm there. You so, the, the, so the first thing I did was book the flight for the last day of the girls' trip. Yeah. So that was the, that was yeah the Tuesday. Then from there, I was like, I looked at, because I needed it to be close enough to where the girls were staying. Cause I was like, I don't know how we're gonna get Anna to this villa, but it needs to at least be close to the minimum. So I looked at pretty much every single villa that was like within a kilometer radius of where they were staying. And then eventually I just made the decision and booked it and said, okay, it's gonna happen here. And then what you call them and say, hey, can you put the, then organise the flower display. The flower display. That was like probably a few days before I was like doing the, the, the fine tuning of things. Yeah. yeah, that was beautiful. That was a really nice it touch. Was so to it was so beautiful. Yeah. And like my favourite colours as well. And just like the big love heart in the middle. I had just got a love heart tattoo from Michael. It was just so cute. How did you know the favourite colours? You just knew Anna's. I think I just got lucky. To <laughs> <on that> one. <laughs> Don't admit that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and think, say that was planned as well. They were nice colours. They did well. They o- did. Okay, so how did you sucker Anna into going to that villa? How was that orchestrated? 
Yeah, so do you want to yeah. so talk through the, the idea, ultimate decoy? So prior to leaving Melbourne, I had messaged our group chat saying, everyone bring the most amazing dress you have, bring a pair of heels, we're going to dress up for the most amazing girls' dinner on the last night to celebrate 30 years and celebrate our friendship for over 18 years. And I did that because I needed Anna to have an outfit for the proposal. It was I didn't really care about the dinner, to be honest. But I was like, <laughs> I need this outfit to be immaculate. So I showed yeah. the girls what I was bringing. I was trying to encourage them all to bring heels. And they were all like, why would we bring heels to Bali? And I was like, bring heels, why not? Have fun, dress up. And so that was kind of how I had phrased the last night so I knew I could get her dressed up and for everyone to yeah. save their best outfits. I even got them to try them on for me so I could kind of get everyone to look similar enough that Anna would get really dressed up. And then I was on the, on the day before Michael arrived, I looked up his flight plan to see what time he would be landing in Bali just so I could have a rough idea of when we would have communication again because I was going to lose him as well to his elaborate 60-kilometre walk. <laughs> um, I want to talk about that as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we skip to that now? Yeah, so firstly, I did not say it was a walk from the Dandenongs to the city. Didn't you? No. So I, I just said, I just said I it was a... I'm sure you said that. I didn't say it was. I didn't say it was a walk from the Dandenongs to the city because yeah. I was just. It was just a walk in the Dandenongs. Ah. Um, so <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were walking to city. First and foremost, I do feel truly bad that I've lied about a charity walk, and perhaps I'll try to organise a charity walk because I think <laughs> <it's> <laughs> he's, literally, it's, he's, he's actually really sad about this. Like he's brought it up so many times. I genuinely feel bad about that. I'm like, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a brutal lie. So I will do a charity walk. Okay, we'll, I will do a charity we'll walk. We'll hold at some you point. to that. Yeah, we'll hold you to that. Um, but I knew with Anna, because I had to be offline. I wanted to be offline all day because I knew that after work, she'd be wanting to FaceTime me or call me. And I wasn't taking a call from like some random toilet at the airport or something <laughs> or like in the two-hour taxi ride <laughs> yeah, yeah. in tra like traffic. So I'm like, I need to find a way to be offline all day. So for me, it was a 60K walk. Did you turn your phone on off or on airplane mode while you're so in the it, the whole thing was that it was going to be, it was like, it was switch off in nature and, and talk. So my phone was meant to be off the whole time. But then after the six hour flight, I'm like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn my phone back on. I'm going to say, I'm breaking the rules here, but I'm sneaking a few text messages to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not meant to be messaging. So my phone's like hidden okay, or I'm right. doing it while I'm like in the toilet or hidden yeah. away from other people that are doing the walk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because what are you going to do when you're in Bali with like, <laughs> you need to get Ufers in that. So then Michael lands in Bali, but mm. he, he's running late. So our schedule's a little bit out of whack, I would say. You were, were stressed off. out. We're a bit and off. so I started to panic. <laughs> I hadn't slept the night before. I'd got up at three in the morning and I paced the entire villa thinking, is this going to all go to plan? Like, have I forgotten anything? <laughs> and then we went and got our tattoo. So it was a big distraction for the whole day. I had said to the girls, I was anxious about the tattoo. I was not. I was like, slap it on. I don't care. Um, yeah, actually, but I was actually <laughs> freaking out <laughs> the whole day. So Amber was like, I'm so stressed out. I'm so stressed out. And then I was like, about what? Are you okay? And she was like, it's just a tattoo. It's a tattoo. She she was like totally fine about the tattoo and I was like oh I thought she was gonna like she was take a bit more like convincing than this which is cool <laughs> so many red flags that just went straight over Anna's head and then so then when we finished our tattoos it, like the universe was perfect and Anna's like I want to go get a massage with Laura and I was like that sounds amazing and then the other two girls came with me back to the villa because we wanted some just like downtime after the tattoos and at that point in the Uber back, I messaged Michael and I was like, I need to tell them because I need I need actually help on the inside as well. Because yeah. at this point, it's getting late in the day. <laughs> you're a bit stressed. You're telling me things aren't going to plan. You need to grow the crew. I need to grow the crew. Point? At this point, I'm 
in the taxi from the airport, which took two hours because the traffic was that bad. When it normally takes like 30 to 45. It's just, yeah, they're about, I think, yeah, it took twice as long as you it would have been taken. sweating. Well, I wanted to get to the village. I didn't even know what it was going to be like when I arrived. Yeah. Like I, I needed to suss out like what it was, yeah, what it was going to be like when I got there, how far away it was, all that sort yeah. of stuff. So. so then I got to about 2.30 and then Michael's like, you have permission to tell the girls, but they have to remain calm. <laughs> so then I summoned the two girls and like, I was like, right, you two need to come into this villa right now. And then I shut the door and I sat them on the bed and I was like, okay. <laughs> Just remain calm. What I'm about to tell you is very serious, but I just need you to remain calm. And they thought she She's was so dying. She's so stealth. I love it. <laughs> yeah, they they thought, thought that they I was, thought dying. was dying. The way I said yeah. it, I was like, I've been anxious all day and it's not because of the tattoo, but it's because <laughs> Michael is going to be arriving in Bali in 25 minutes at a villa and he's going to propose to Anna tonight. At least you said it like that. Like what did they say? Did they they just started screaming. <laughs> and I was like, this is not what I wanted to happen. No. <laughs> and then after, after, after we all just cried and screamed for like five minutes, I was like, okay. So now I need game plan. I was like, <laughs> I need to go see this villa because I don't even know what I'm walking into and I have responsibility to film some of this proposal. Yeah. So I actually need to go and see it. And so I was like, I need when the girls get back from their massage that you get them ready straight away. And I had already prefaced the morning. I oh, will start getting ready at 3.30. That gives them an hour and a half. Oh, plenty of time, you'd not say. Not long enough. Not long enough. <laughs> not long enough. <laughs> this one. All. And so I was like, oh, we'll see it. start getting ready at 3.30. I remember Anna scoffed at me in the morning and I was like, you're going to need it, hon. Trust me. Like, time yeah, goes I was so like, fast. I was like, that's a bit far-fetched, 3.30. <laughs> and then so I said, I'm going to run to the villa now, see Michael, prep with him, and then I'm going to run back and then hopefully the girls have all started getting ready. So I quickly washed my hair um, and then I literally started walking out onto the street because I didn't want to get an, um, an Uber or anything. I was like, I'll just quickly walk there. I, Michael's like, it's only 500 metres down the road. But it actually wasn't. It was a 15-minute run. So I Shit. ran with my fresh tattoo running yeah. <laughs> in Bali heat, yeah. sweating trying down to find it. this villa. And then I finally found it. Michael was in the reception. And that was the problem was you told me there was a reception, which was both not in our vision. So I didn't know there was going to be a reception. I thought it was, I could tell that it was like a group of villas, but I thought they were all going to be accessible from the street, oh, not shit. going through a reception, which was, which was a part of the issues. So did you have to call an audible here and change the... The plan of how to get Anna into that villa. How so this is where we had to brainstorm on the spot. Yeah. So um How are you suckering Anna into this random villa? Emma just said she was gonna push past reception without yeah. talking to him. She's I like, that's the, that's the, I said to the doing. lady who was at reception, I was like, I'm gonna be in a blue dress, this girl's gonna be in a black dress, just let us walk through. Don't stop us, just let us go. And she was cool with that? Well, we had something completely different when we got there on oh, the time, fuck. but I still played it so cool. I was like, I'm just going through. <laughs> so then how did you get Anna to come to that villa? So while I came down to see like how the villa was like separate from like the reception and how I'd have to go down there, Michael and me were like, we have to come up with an elaborate lie now. Like another lie on all the lies I've already told this whole trip. So I was like, ah, I'm pretty used to it. It's a great way to start <laughs> the biggest lie. So then as I'm running back in this heat for another 15 minutes, I'm texting Anna and the group saying, oh my God, a lady just messaged me on Facebook saying that I left my ID at the bar we were at last night on the counter. Oh, smart. And she just is down the villa down the street. So we'll pick it up on the way to dinner, to dinner yeah. at oh. five o'clock. <laughs> And I was like, I can't believe this. I never lose anything, which is true. I do which never is true. Lose I was like, I don't lose stuff. That's so naive, Anna, over here. Just, yeah. And then <laughs> my phone was on. Like, I remember my phone. This is what was stressing me out. I had to film the proposal. And my phone was currently on 2% because I've been on it the whole day stressing. And when I got back to the villa, I plugged it straight in. And I was hoping that Anna was going to ask to see this message because it didn't exist. I hadn't even got to that far ahead to fabricate or get one of my work friends to send me a message or anything. I just left it. I was like... 
Hopefully she doesn't ask to see the phone. And as I get back into the villa, I see Anna sitting on the bed, absolutely not ready at all. Her oh, hair was wet. <laughs> she had no makeup on. She's still gorgeous, but I was like, this is not the proposal, Anna, that I, was, I visioned. I was, was she on her phone I was, like this? Yeah. yeah. I was, the classic Anna pose yeah. on her phone. Yeah, yeah. Like I, was literally, <laughs> yeah I was literally lying on the bed naked <laughs> yep. with wet hair because I'd just like, gotten out of the shower and I was like making a reel for all of us getting a tattoo. And I was like, it's so cute. Look at our reel. Like, oh. And I come in sweating with wet hair, sweating, and I'm like, this is not what I planned. She's like, what are it's you not- doing? Get ready. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, we're, get, we're, we're getting ready for 3.30. What time is this now? It's 4.20. Oh, of course. So I've got 40 <laughs> minutes and I'm like, mm. so I then go straight to the bathroom. I need to start getting myself ready as well yeah. because I'm like a sweaty mess. And as I pull out my, my blow wave brush, Anna starts blow waving her brush. I'm like, oh, perfect. We can both blow wave our heads at the same time and like I'll help <laughs> her get ready. And then all of a sudden... Everything goes out. The, the power, power goes completely out. Well, so, should we jump? So, so, at this point, I'm like in the villa. It's set up. Like, we've only probably got about like half an hour of daylight left. I'm in the backyard in position, like in a, in a shirt. It's like 30 degrees. I'm 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 like dripping with sweat, and I keep like taking my shirt off to like air myself out. I'm like I'm on standby. I'm waiting. Okay. And the then videographer is on standby. Is the videographer standing there like this? Yeah, like, yeah. He's like he's like sweating like like so he was on the other side of this rice field like at a gym. At this point there's he's got a collection of people with him and they're all standing there on standby like is this going to happen? But they're about 100 meters away. Imagine and then, you think you're going to get stood up. So he, he goes he messages me and goes Michael like like I can't stay on standby cuz I'm I'm running out of film. Like he's like, I've only got so much film. I'm running out of film, and he goes, and we're running out of light. And then I get a message from Amber saying, "Power's out." The power's out at the villa, and Anna's not ready. And I'm like, "All right, we're gonna have to consider a plan B here at this point." Okay, so how you how long? So then, because this is why I was glad that I told two other girls because at this point I just stood frozen. I was like, "Fuck." What do I do? Like, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I could hear the girls outside because we were all in different villas. So me and Anna shared a little room. And then our friends, um, Maddie was by herself. And then I had Sarah and Laura in the other room. And I could hear out outside all this commotion because everyone's power had gone out. So everyone's hair straighteners and air conditioners had gone out. We're all sweating now. And I could hear Maddie be like, let me call my boyfriend. He's an electrician. And I was like, amazing. So what is she going to, what? She's going to start hardwiring some no, power No, because obviously, obviously there's a power box and we have no idea what to do with it. So, so yeah, we thought the, we, that we could the flick the switch oh. and re, reboot the I power. I pull out some pliers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Me and Matt, shocking. Me and Matt are like connecting with a great deal of confidence that we both know how to get the power back yeah. on. I'm like, yeah, you do that. The switch. Like, yeah, 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 the safety switch. <laughs> So it was just a safety switch. Yeah, but I had no idea where it was, what to do. I was like, had 101 things going through my mind. So the fact that the girls could like take care of that, all of a sudden the power came back on, the air conditioners came back on. I was like, we're going to still be late, but we're coming. So then I I remember we all kind of were ready and Anna was the last one to be ready. And I, at this point, I know I'm losing daylight as well. It's the same as Michael. I was sweating because I, I was outside at the perfect time of when we were supposed to be there and the, and the lighting was amazing. And I was like, any more longer we leave it, the less I'm going to have time to film and all that okay, content we yeah, wanted to yeah. get. So 
One of the girls was t like tanning Anna's back. I was bringing her dress from my villa up to the cooler villa. <laughs> so was everyone getting Anna ready before themselves? No, everyone we all was all ready. ready. Oh, everyone was fully ready, except for Anna. Except yeah. for Anna. Uh -huh. Everyone was in full Classic. glam. Yeah, I should have been like, yeah, Everyone was in full proposal. glam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone <laughs> was full glam. And I was like, I mean, when the power went out from my perspective, I was kind of like, do we even want to go out? Like, we've been out every night. Like, I could have a night in. Laura, who didn't know, she was like, yeah, let's have a night in. I was like, do you guys just want to go out? And I was like, no, it's our last night. We are going out. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, okay fine. Right, let me yeah. get ready. But, yeah, so then at this point I knew because I had to separate the groups. So I had to go with Anna. That was the whole point was that Michael didn't want everyone to be there right at the start because he wanted to get the footage with their, their intimate reaction. Yeah. And... I wanted the girls to either come later or we'd meet them at the restaurant. So then our friends, Maddie, Sarah and Laura all got a taxi to the restaurant first. And I said, if you could just quickly grab the booking because we don't want to lose our booking at this yeah, restaurant. So they all went under that pretense. They were going for that. And I said to Anna, we need to pick up my ID because the ladies left it outside the villa and I want to get it before we go to the, to the restaurant yeah. because it was our last night in Bali as well. So that's how we separated the groups. But what was actually happening was that the three girls went and just did a walk down some shady like street in Bali so they could tell Laura what was actually happening. And I was trying to organize a cab for me and Anna to get like literally down the road to see Michael. But the problem was all of a sudden couldn't get an Uber, a cab. Oh. No one was on the street and I'm sweating on this street. And we're sweating and I'm like, you know what? This isn't a big deal. So I went into the Circle K and I was like- What's that? It's just like a 7-Eleven. Oh, Cookie Mart. Yeah, so I just went into like the local convenience store and I was like, let's get like a couple of like, what are they? Like Smirnoff ice. Smirnoff ices. So I'm like, we're boiling. Here's a Smirnoff ice. Amber's like, I'll need that. And she like <laughs> drunk it really quick. I was like, oh, she's really stressed out today. And then I was able to <laughs> hail down a cab and I was like, amazing. So we got in. It was literally like a two second like ride there. But as we're getting there, like we're just both trying to scale our drinks and I was like, oh, we'll get out together. Can you come in with me? And Anna's like, I'll just stay in the cab and hold it while you go in. And I was like, nah, can you please come with me? Like I'm I thought stressed. she was scared or something. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, okay, I'll come with you. So then we got out and instead of keeping the cab, I Anna's like, oh, can we keep the cab and tell him to wait? She got out first and I literally threw the guy money and I was like, leave. <laughs> The rudest I've ever been, but I was like, go. Um, then we walk into the reception and because this, it wasn't the same lady I'd seen before, oh, I just got both of our, I took the cruisers off or whatever they were, Smirnoff and Anna, and I just put them on the reception and I was like, let's go. So we just walked straight through and then all of a sudden um, Anna stops and she's like, should we have some mints? And I was like, no. What? Why we, everything is I so don't know. hard. I just like, we just, we, you, <laughs> we just like had this drink, I had this like tangy taste in my mouth. I was like, hey, do you want a mint? And like, Amber's like, no. And I was what? like, oh. You were getting suspicious at this point. No, I don't know. Like, I don't know what was going through my head. I think there was definitely points throughout the day where I was like, that's a bit odd. Like, for instance, when I got a tattoo for you and you had there was no response to it, I was like, that's strange. Honey, I was tired. I was on a walk. He was walking. Yeah. <laughs> it, he was that walking wasn't flying. Mount Dandenongs to the, <laughs> to to the, the city, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there was definitely, like, moments. Like, I wasn't having a mint because I thought I was about to get a proposal. Like, that's probably the last thing on your mind. Like, I genuinely just had, like, a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, do you want a mint? 
We get up to the door. I'm going to take over yep, from here. Go. I just quickly, Michael, what have you been doing in all this time? Like, yeah. just I could imagine <laughs> you slicking your hair back, running your hands through your yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, just I was full stress and pacing. I was, I, I was going through like periods of pacing back and forth, then realizing the pacing was making me sweat. And then I'd stop pacing and I'd sort of stand like that. And then I'd take my shirt off, air out, put my shirt back on, pace. Does the videographer have footage of this? Because that would be very funny. I reckon the free footage. Because I was, I was out in that position for about, yeah, for over an hour. I think. <gasps> and then I, I was like messaging, I was messaging the videographer as well. Like, we're on standby, we're on standby. And then like 10 minutes later, I'd be like, we're not on standby. <laughs> and then I'd be like, we're on standby, we're not on standby. Anyway, yeah. continue. Okay, so from my perspective, I'm going to take over from here. So... We rock up at this villa. Amber's like, I need to get my ID. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll go get your ID. I thought she was a bit scared to go by herself. Like she, you know, like confidence in numbers type of thing. So we yeah. went down there. I was like, do you want a mint? Like I've got a bad taste in my mouth after that drink. She's like, no. I was like, oh, okay. So then we like walk down to this villa. It's like this like sandy pathway with like beautiful greenery kind of like both colliding at the top so it was kind of like this archway it was beautiful Amazing. i was like oh these people are staying in a pretty nice villa <laughs> um anyway we get to the very end and then the door is actually a little bit open with this stone opening the doorway and then there's amber's id right on top of it so i was like saw it and i was like pick it up <laughs> here it is like they've left it out for us and she was like then in that moment, she like ripped my bag off my shoulder. I was like, ow. And she just like, put, she kind of like, I don't know how she did it. It was very swift. She like, in that moment, she just like opened the door and kind of pushed me in. I saw the rose petals and I was like, oh my God, I was right. It's happening. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I saw Michael standing in the villa there was like rose petals kind of like leading the way to him yeah. and then I looked at him and his eyes were like welling up like he was like so emotional I was like oh my god I'm about to get engaged like is this really happening I can't believe it I didn't even like look back at Amber I just like was I was just like so focused and present in the moment and then as I walked up to him, I hugged him and I saw the marry me honey. And I was like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Like I, number one, couldn't even believe that Michael was in Bali. Like, yeah. you know, I'm on a girl's trip. I haven't seen him in a week. Like I really missed him. You I was like, oh my God, me. he's here. <laughs> yeah. And then like there was just so many emotions going through my like head and my heart and everything. And I was just like so overwhelmed. And then Michael started like talking and like, I, I mean, I can't even remember what he said in the moment because it was just so like overwhelming. It's like everything stood still and it was just like me and Michael in that moment. So yeah. I've watched the video. Yeah. Um, what song it's was getting a bit emotional now. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So firstly that i got a, i got a bit emotional listening to that i feel like the lead up to the story so far has been quite like pragmatic and now like this moment like looking back on the moment it was yeah it was crazy the song was i feel like there's like those like there's so many like beautiful like love songs but yeah. for us it's probably a song that a lot of people might not know um and i just remember like when we first like heard that song together i can't like we just both were like i love this song and yeah. it was just a song that from that point whenever we'd whenever i'd hear it 
it, or I'd play it in the car. Like I'd be, I'd be thinking about her. Just don't want to ruin from the cute moment. How did you get that song to play exactly, or was it on repeat? For yeah, the last so hour? so it was. I put it on repeat for like an hour and a half. So I'm not sure if I still like that song. <laughs> 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 so I'm literally like, because it's like probably the most anxious I've felt in my life. Yeah. It's just that song on repeat. So like <laughs> now I wake up in the middle of the night and just like to hear it. <laughs> from a man to another man, how nervous are you in that moment? Because I could imagine that would really be like this one is... of the most fucking daunting moments, nerve wracking. At the same time, yeah. like exciting. Before I say this, I'm going to like preface it as like, I know how cliche this sounds. Yeah. So I'm aware of how cliche this is going to come out. <laughs> yeah. But the whole day, I was just that nervous and anxious about wanting things to go to plan. But then as soon as Anna walked through that door, despite feeling like I was having like an out of body experience and yeah. I was like visibly shaking, it's like I suddenly was just, I felt calm. Like it just felt... It, it just felt, felt right. right. It felt right and it felt perfect and I felt calm and all that worry washed away and I was just like, this is amazing. And when she was like walking closer to me, I was just like the, the happiest man in the world. Um, on the video I watched before of it happening and I'm sure everyone else will be able to see that video on your socials. You spoke for a lot. <laughs> what were you saying? Do you want to share any of it yeah, with us? Yeah, so I'm fully aware that like if, if when I get into speech mode that like it might get like a little bit over the top. So yeah. I decided that I wasn't going to prepare anything. Okay. Like I was just like, I'm not going to think about what I'm going to say. I had a final line that I wanted to say, like before I got down on one knee, but I'm like, I'm just going to have a chat. I'm just going to tell her how I'm feeling like in that moment. So what, what exactly, I think I'll keep that to myself. Exactly what I said. I spoke to some key points and I think the, the main part of what I said was the fact that I think the reason that I feel so lucky to be with Anna is that despite all the love and the romance and the passion that we have, like underneath all that, we just have the most incredible friendship. And like, I just from literally, and I re reflected on this last night with her, I said, after our first day, I was just like, wow, like I've just never had that much fun with a person. And that's despite the fact that I also think she's like exceptionally hot and <laughs> there's all that passion and romance there. Um, I was just like, I've just never had that much fun. So I think it was around just like fun and friendship and then the, just the love that we, we shared as well. Mm. That's, that's really, that's really touching. Yeah. It was like, it was actually like the, it's crazy. Cause like, obviously like as I don't know, I, I personally have always like dreamed of the moment that I would get proposed to, but it really was like the best moment of my life. Like being in that moment and just like, it's just such an overwhelming feeling of just like love and happiness. And when Michael dropped a knee and I, yeah, I have always thought this, like I wonder if there'll be like a part of me that's like, is this the right decision? But when Michael dropped a knee, I was like, I am 1000 million trillion percent on board with this. Like there wasn't one percent of me that was like yeah, is yeah. this yeah there was no doubts like it was a strong 100 percent all the way yes like a hundred percent and like that just felt so good to feel that because you know i don't know like how other people feel when they get engaged but yeah that was always a concern of mine like am i gonna feel a hundred percent i guess like yeah so after you proposed then we kind of like the girls ended up 
joining us and then they were all super excited which was really cool like we're so glad that happened give us a couple of minutes here we just need to get it done no we we got (laughs) we got our minutes in like half an hour yeah Yeah. then they were like okay we're gonna give you like an hour like if you want to join us after at the restaurant you're welcome to if not all good so they kind of went and then we called our parents and then we had a bit of alone time if you know what i mean you had sex (laughs) yes (laughs) so after that the girls were at this like beautiful rooftop restaurant um in changu and we were like should we go meet them there and then michael was like yeah let's do it it'll be really fun so we like walked into the restaurant and the whole restaurant (laughs) started like clapping for us and all of my like friends were like they just got engaged and everyone was like cheering it was like yeah. actually such an overwhelming moment wasn't it it was a lot i was already like i think i was so overwhelmed as it was i, I was like i almost got a bit blank with emotion but yeah. like yeah it was overwhelmingly amazing it was such a such an exciting That's moment pretty they cool. had this like leaf and it was like mr and mrs staples and i was like oh my god like i think that was the first time where i was like shit like we're actually gonna get married and i'm gonna be mrs staples like that's be, cool taking i could name. be mickey mcavoy like that's got a it's got a ring to it anna's name it's got a <laughs> <laughs> who's taking no i think name? i think anna staples sounds lovely i think anna staples but, um, sounds nice all right so i want to touch on we didn't touch on it before we're going to circle right back to the beginning yep how did you ask anna's did you ask both her parents or just her old man how'd you go about it yeah, so it was all of a sudden happening really fast. And as we've sort of touched on and have you've touched on in other episodes, like nothing gets past Anna. Yeah. So FBI. I was... <laughs> Trust me, she can't, I can't get stuff past her. She <laughs> fucking staunches me. I was... <laughs> I don't even need to tell you She's this. genuinely FBI. <laughs> nothing gets past her. And what I was worrying about was I was like, okay, I want to catch up. I want to do this sit down thing with her dad. But we had so many busy weekends. There was so much going on. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting worried now that... Yeah. I'm going to be telling him too late. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be like a few days before because like, you're not really know. asking for a blessing and then like, well, it's in two days. Yeah. So I called him up and I said, we had a bit of a chat and he could tell something was up by the way I was speaking. And yeah, I said, I'm in the process of getting a ring. How do you feel about that? To which he said, that's amazing. This he even was, makes me hear up. Yeah, he said, that, that was amazing. This is so exciting. Like he was genuinely like really, really over the moon. And then I said, I'm so, I'm so glad that you're happy about this. And then, then he made a joke and said, I said, you could get a ring. I didn't say you could propose. <laughs> so then I said, sorry, Brian, would it be okay if I proposed to your daughter? And then he said the same things. He said, this is amazing. And yeah, he was, he was really excited. And I said, but look, I want to do the official sit down and have a drink together yeah so that's gonna happen before we propose i'll make sure that we, we sit down together face to face and do this conversation again so then the weekend before i flew over we caught up and we sat down when and i was away when you were away, okay. yeah. yeah we sat down and just pretty much spoke about how amazing anna was for about three hours over a couple of beers and <laughs> i mean it, it was nice and then we like sort of we sort of hugged it out at the end and he, he set me on my way and he said good luck and yeah, it was really, it was a really nice moment. That's so cute. That's really cute. That is. And you both got emotional. We bo- we did get a bit emotional. You know, I, we'll, we yeah, got a bit emotional. I get Over emotional it. hearing like dad stuff. That's fucking, yeah. yeah. That food on we my both account. cried into a pint of beer and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, one last time. Congratulations. Thank you. Well done on pulling Thank this you, off. Um, 
This podcast is always adapting. Now we have to adapt to someone that's engaged. Engaged no, no, life. No. <laughs> you guys literally thought you were starting a, like a dating podcast about being single, and here we are. Here we are. I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is why you should uh, take Anna's advice on this podcast. Look at the results. You might be having your hand weighed down. <laughs> Not weighed down, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Look, thank you so much for listening to our proposal story. It's been really fun sharing it and kind of like recapping everything. Um, make sure that you guys stay all over our Facebook page. We're going to be posting some exclusive content in there. Make sure you follow the Where's Your Head At pod Instagram, Matt and I on socials. We'd also like to thank Michael for coming in and our producer Amber for telling their side of the story. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, fiance. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, ciao. Bye.